Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Chill Gamers Podcast. My name is Ian. We are joined by Greg, Jimmy, DeFaced, and Aaron. Hello. I'm the only one without a real name. Yep, you Yay. are, and that's what we're sticking with, because <laughs> you have I'm not told right me to that. use your actual name. I'm all right with that. <laughs> so how's everybody been doing tonight? Oh, pretty good. Playing some golf. What's going on? Being interrupted by children over and over again. Sounds about right. Yep. Got my dog interrupting me today. Interrupting dog? He always does. Who am I kidding? So, guys, did you hear the news about Among Us 2 being canceled? What? Is that real? Yes, Among Us 2 is being canceled, and they are going to transition all the features that Among Us 2 would have had into Among Us 1. What features does that include? We, nobody I'm, knows. I'm we currently know? reading the article right now. It just popped up. Nobody knows. Apparently, they've been having a lot of trouble with the influx of players, and they had to put a lot of money that was going towards the original development of the game into server structure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know when we started, we had a hard time uh, joining lobbies. Uh, speaking of Among Us, actually, I've got some numbers here. I was interested in the boom of Among Us and Fall Guys. Both seem to come from nowhere. Among Us, actually, believe it or not... Um, Originated June 15th of 2018 is when it was released. Uh, so it's been out for over two years now. Um, back in, t- uh, actually this year, it only had 5,000 players in July. Come August, it bumped up to 30,000. These are all numbers off of Steam. Uh, I don't know if this will count for mobile or not. Um, but 30,000 players in August and 115,000 September 2nd. Now, uh, the la- the uh, the latest numbers I checked, Among Us had three hundred and six thousand, almost three hundred and seven thousand player count at its peak. Uh, so they jumped in three months, give or take, close to four months, from five thousand to three hundred and seven thousand players. Uh, it's pretty understandable wow. that they hadn't seen anything in the first two and some odd months, two years and some odd months of development. And uh, I don't know who really broke out among us from its, you know, kind of mobile game role, but from my understanding, it was, did, it was mentioned as soda pop and he played a couple games on stream There are, and it kind of took off from there. There's a, a streamer I'm, I'm fairly fond of that. Uh, his, his whole group does a, a fair number of, or at least they used to upload quite a bit of Among Us videos. Um, it's the, but and they've been going for over a year now, and none of their videos really got a ton of traction. And now everywhere, it's on YouTube, it's on Twitch, it's Among Us has mm-hmm. just exploded. Um, Fall Guys, on the other mm-hmm. hand, seems to have dropped not entirely, but I mean, it came out August fourth of this year, twenty twenty. Uh. Last I checked a few days ago, again, off of Steam only, so PS4 might be different, and uh, if it's on Xbox, I can't remember. But 59,000 rough rough players when I checked, and its peak was only 172,000. That's surprising. I thought it was, I thought it'd be more than that. That's yeah. only off Steam, so I don't know if that would enable um, 
you know console gameplay or not. I don't know if that checks for crossplay or if it's just um, PC. Well, they did give it away on PS4, so I'm sure the PS4 numbers inflate it like tremendously. The new features that are guaranteed to be coming from the cancellation of Among Us 2 is first and foremost server structure. Um, they did say that this is going to take a bit of time because they have to dive into the actual code of Among Us 1, which is outdated, seeing as the game was released in 2018. Um, amazingly enough, there is a huge amount of requests for colorblind support, so they're putting that in. Um, a friend system and a very early in the works new stage. Um, there are other features, but they basically are saying that you need to stay tuned for those. Um, but I think it's great that they're bringing all this to the to the game for free for a from for a five dollar game. I I can't think that could easily be like a ten dollar DLC. I mean, it's a, it's a free the, mobile game. Yeah, I mean the mobile game isn't bad. The layout's not terrible. It's decent. Shit. Um, quick search. Uh, yeah, no, the Steam count does not take into account console players because it's giving me 8 million people on PS4. How accurate that is, I don't know, but right. if they gave it away for free, uh, it's according to the PSN wow. network data tracker. So yep. now that could be... Same thing as Rocket League. That could be maybe people that have launched and played a game and didn't... I don't... I can't see 8 million being a consistent player base, but no, now, I would assume it's how many people added it to their library. Uh, the one thing you will notice when you switch from console to, um, to PC, the console base, the microtransaction rate is through the roof because on console, you see nonstop people followed around by those pets. Whereas in the PC, I've seen maybe two or three people uh, on average Followed around by pets. Wait, on which platform? Like Among Us or Fall Guys? On, on on PlayStation, on Among Us. Among Us? Um, oh, okay. Yeah, but how, yeah. Many, how, many, how many PlayStations have been sold, though? Yeah, I understand that, but um, yeah, it just shows that there is support, because the mm -hmm. game is given out for free on PS4. Um, and I was playing on PS4 the other day, and people are willing to support the game with microtransactions, and the microtransactions aren't even ridiculously priced. I think a pet is like two or three dollars. So even even though they're getting the game for free, they're still able to, you know, hey, Dennis, I'm going to help you out. What you you paid five? I paid five to get rid of ads, man. Oh, you? Pay okay, I didn't get on any mobile? ads. On, I have uh, not tried it on mobile. On or no, no, no! I paid five bucks on Steam for it, but I also paid like a dollar or something on my phone just so I can get rid of the stupid ads. Well, I haven't tried it on mobile yet, but I've tried it on my PS4. It's pretty good, I'll admit. Played a couple of times during lunch. Yeah, I mean, uh, the Among Us on mobile isn't bad. It, it's a little weird to get used to. But once you get used to it, it takes. And it's it's the same game. Yeah, I mean it's the exact same game. Same. It's such it's yeah. a, such a simple game. There's no reason it should. I mean they've got they've got full Minecraft Pocket Edition on mobile. They've got Call of Duty on mobile. They've got Fortnite on mobile. There's no reason Among Us can't be a PUBG. PUBG on mobile. I mean, I mean, let's be yeah. real. How how close are we to for mobile gaming to become like an actual? I don't want to say contender, but how close are we to mobile right. gaming um, becoming like an actual thing? We can transition that into the next topic because Blizzard Games um, has announced 
well, not not Blizzard themselves, but Mike Morheim has announced Dreamhaven. Dreamhaven is going to be a parent studio of another game called, I believe it's Story Driven or, oh, it's called a Secret Door. And the people that were at Blizzard were actually working on mobile projects when they were told to, to shut it down. And they decided to basically leave the company and start their own design company. But that we can either discuss further or if you want to go back to the Among Us topic again. But mobile is coming up in the world. I mean, Diablo Immortal still has yet to release. And even though it that was, hey, do you guys not have... Horrific release, though. But it wasn't... I'm skeptical. The, it wasn't the fact that the gameplay was bad. Nobody ever said anything about the gameplay of Diablo Immortal being bad. It was the fact that everybody was expecting Diablo 4 announcement, and the way they just blew it off was not what they needed yeah. to do. They they handled it wrong guys, in their PR guys. It was an out-of-season April Fool's joke. Okay, let's, let's lay it to rest. <laughs> yeah. But still, mobile gaming is coming up. Yeah, I mean, look at uh, Amazon, look at Microsoft. Amazon just announced Luna. I mean, yeah. Luna's going to be... You've been using your uh, your xCloud, haven't you? Yeah, I've been uh, uh, xCloud and a little bit of Stadia. Stadia's not bad. Um, I'm loving xCloud. See, yeah, I xCloud's think pretty good. xCloud, too. Stadia was already at a rocky start. I think xCloud was all it needed to really kick the boot for Stadia to kind of end up uh, not necessarily dead on arrival, but dead shortly after arriving. Well, and like the nice thing about Stadia, though, is that when you buy a game, you own it, you know. But like, if you have XCloud, do, like do things you own it ticket. though. What if Stadia were to shut down? What happens to that sixty dollars well, purchase you made? I mean, you can say that about well, any di- digital yeah. distribution, though. If you okay. get it on, if you get it digitally from any storefront, do you really own it in that case? So mm-hmm. you own a license for it. That's, let's look at Stadia all. from let's look at Stadia from two points of view: the technological POV of it, and then the the business model POV of it. I think if Stadia would have came out the way that everybody thought it was going to be Netflix for games, I think it would have kicked the door down gangbusters. But this whole you have to buy a game that you might already own on another console or on PC for a mobile device or Okay, so let's play let's play devil's advocate here for a little bit. What company has ever done that yet, though? You know, like Game Pass they, is essentially it. But Game Pass, when Stadia came out, Game, Game Pass, Pass wasn't was this. wasn't wasn't as big. So you're they were trying out Game Pass at at the time to see if it worked, and obviously it did. It's pretty damn amazing. But um when Stadia came out, like they were probably just trying to see what sticks. They were throwing something at a wall, seeing what sticks. And they picked a business model that they knew has been historically proven to work. Safe. It's a safe business model. Which is which is safe for a new type of market. Now that's not to say so with Luna though, with Amazon Luna that's going to be a big that's going to be a big game changer for the publishers and i hate this map by the way but um uh but like that's going to be big because a publisher can have their own channel on luna and charge people access to that channel what is the business model of luna overall i have not heard anything about it can you please explain so, so it's like 5.99 a month 
for like a basic set of games and then a publisher can opt in to have their own channel on on the service and then have you know charge people for that channel okay so then what is i kind of like that actually Mm -hmm. back to the stadia what is the difference between something like technologically speaking the stadia way of doing things where basically you don't have to worry about a graphics card you don't have to worry about anything like that we have you covered versus Luna's way of doing things versus xCloud versus something like Game Pass. Stupid map. Okay. Well, Stadia, um, okay, so Stadia is kind of um, it's kind of its own bubble ecosystem where you your gameplay, your save, you know, your cloud saves, your progress doesn't translate to another medium or piece of hardware. Um and since it is locked in its own ecosystem and it's and it's not a very successful one that's taken off it is easy to lose games that you only have digitally. Um, so oh xCloud takes what you can do on a computer, and it, it's basically, a, it can be your primary driver, and the service works well enough to where if you're not that into gaming, it can be. But it, it's, for me, it's a backup. If I'm on the go and I don't want to move hardware, I've got an option. What it sounds like this Luna is, is basically an a la carte um, yep. version of xCloud where if you want EA or Ubisoft you can tack it on for a couple bucks a month and if you know you can have their basic lineup or you can add what you want which I like Is, okay, if that's the case and then compare those three streaming services <laughs> to something like Game Pass because Game Pass is not streaming Game Pass is pretty much Netflix of games essentially right now where you have your choice of what do you want to download and new games are added and new games are leaving the service monthly. Well, Game Pass yeah. goes hand in hand with xCloud. There, there, is, there are a few games that are different, um, but it's included with Game Pass with, uh, or what is it? It's Ultimate, Ultimate but Xbox Ultimate. Live Ultimate or Game Pass Ultimate? Game Pass Ultimate. I don't think there's a difference. Yeah. I, think, I think it's the same okay. thing. So they go hand in hand. They're supplemental libraries. Yeah, and I've seen some people on Stadia com- like compare it and they're like it's not the same thing it's not the same thing it's a different type of service it's it's complementary to the thing that you already purchased but it's like is it though so like because like when here's the thing though here's the thing because when when xcloud when microsoft makes a client for windows 10 because it's gonna happen right it's it's gonna happen yep and they make a client for say xbox one because that's going to happen too. Yep. What they've essentially done is make any device, any computer in the world an Xbox. Right. And at that point, they are directly competing with Stadia. They are yep. directly competing with the same business model. Or not the same business model, but the same but the same thing well it is the same it's just it's that and more yeah because everything stadia does and more okay when i look at it from a casual gaming perspective because all the technical mumbo jumbo doesn't really mean much to me i don't know what i'm I'm hearing i don't know what i'm looking at to be honest um when i look at it to be completely honest stadia speaks volumes to me because it sounds like oh i don't have to look at buying a new rtx 3090 i don't have to look at buying any of these new cards i don't need to upgrade my computer I can just subscribe to this, and that would be the ideal thing, mm-hmm. is I can just subscribe to this, and I get all my games. Simply put, that's what I would prefer to be... Yeah, that's what they all the, are. 
that's yeah. what they all are. It, so is yeah. Stadia technologically superior to any of the other ones? No. They're, well, I mean, they're all using... The whole concept of... The whole concept of having top-of-the-line, state-of-the-art equipment that I don't have to own, that I can tap into at any time, sounds amazing to me. But at the end of, at the, end of the story, it's all about my internet speed, if I can even run those games. Does that yeah, make sense? it's not it's not for people yeah. that that have um, bad internet connection, and it's also not people who want the absolute highest fidelity. But is that the future? Is that is this the way gaming is going to become? Is it going to be where like to like right now when I log onto my TV, I have the choice of watching Hulu, I can watch Netflix, I can watch YouTube. No. Is it going to be that? Oh, I'm I'm sub to Stadia, but I'm also sub to Game Pass, but I'm also sub to this because mm. I don't want to miss out what's on Game Pass, but I also need to have Stadia because I don't want to miss out what's on Stadia. Is it going to be, oh, and then I have Disney Plus in here too, and I need xCloud to watch what's on Disney Plus, or not not saying watch the shows. I'm saying you understand my concept. Are my we concept. talking like 10 years in the future? Or 20 yes, years potentially. Future? Ten, potentially I mean, by that five, time, Microsoft will have bought, bought everything. Well, they so just bought know. Bethesda. Yeah. Um and I've I've read somewhere that uh who was who was the Sega. who was the head Sega What? Who was the head Phil who, Spencer or what? Yeah, Spencer. Um leading leading the purchase on Bethesda said that they were not finished buying big that licenses. Was, uh, that wasn't right. that wasn't Phil. That was uh that was Satya Nadella, dude. Oh, it was. That okay. was Yeah, I wasn't that sure was, exactly who it was, but they've said that they are not finished buying big licenses. So I don't know who they're going for next. I don't know what the next acquisition will be, but Sega is what I Oh, is it going to be Sega? Why? I also is, heard Sega. Oh, that's going to be interesting. What do they get from so Sega? That, do they get I mean they get Capcom? Is that going to force Sony's hand? Is that going to force Sony's hand to go all in and maybe buy Take 2? Or by by Rockstar? No, they don't you have the money. That's not going to happen. They don't have the revenue for that. Uh, I'm just saying, wouldn't that be like the opposite? Like Sony has to counteract something. Sony has like Xbox wow. is not releasing exclusives on their console. They said that they don't want to compete in Sony with with the PS5 and the Xbox Series S. See, um, X. I mean, they don't. I'm not even. I'm not even sure anymore. that. I'm not even sure that Sony is Microsoft's biggest competitor. Right. Who would you? Not anymore. It's not going to happen. Not anymore. I don't believe so. They've already. Well, I mean, they've already said that their their competitors are no longer Sony and Nintendo. Their competitors are Google, Amazon, and I uh, mean, Sony yeah. helped work on XCloud. Sony and and Microsoft are working on XCloud together, which was shocker when that announcement came out. They're they're not. Is that that's not what that is? I don't think. I no, I thought that Microsoft Sony is, was. Letting Sony, Sony is, use their infrastructure. Yeah, no, Sony they is, are. No, they're not. Look it up right now. They are not. Sony is licensing the Azure cloud yeah, infrastructure. You're, you're thinking Amazon, right? I mean, no, I. Amazon. No, there is my infrastructure. They're letting Sony use. Amazon's everyone's yeah. biggest competitor at this point, right? Like, there's no one that Amazon's not going to come for. Well, Sony and Microsoft point. are teaming up to develop new technologies for cloud-based gaming services, a move that looks to shore up both console makers as Google's planned gaming service, Stadia, and Amazon's upcoming streaming service prepares to enter their market. The two console rivals signed a memorandum of understanding, which both companies will 
together explore joint development of future cloud solutions in Microsoft Azure to support their respective game yeah. and content streaming services. It just this means is they're going to statement that is unfounded and has not ever been thought to to happen. It's it's the same thing as it's the same thing as Microsoft using Blu-ray in their Xboxes. That's all it is. Yeah. There's a time in like a play. It, there's a time in the in the past though that that would never happen, though. So the 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 the, the it's not it's not unfounded. Sony has no. All Sony has is Gaikai, right? And Gaikai isn't really necessarily known for being the biggest streaming platform in the world. I mean, if they had a choice of ditching Gaikai and using Azure on a discounted basis, you bet your ass they're gonna do it. Azure is so much bigger than Gaikai. It's the second largest cloud platform in the world. Of course they're going to go with Azure. The only one that, that they could go go with that's bigger than that is AWS. So super far out there thought, but assuming Amazon gets gets up and running with Luna and Luna goes out well, say so they have a great launch and they got a decent player base, PC gaming is always going to be a thing whether you're going for downloads or streams. Uh, mm-hmm. What do you think is going to happen if... Uh, yep. I mean, consoles consoles always going to be around for the casual gamer. I mean, here's, it just is. Consoles not going away either. Do you think Microsoft will, at any point in time, or even if Sony would allow it, try to absorb Sony, get rid of the PS4, or combine the PS4 with the Xbox altogether? Mm. Mm. Foreign companies. I don't think I don't think uh, Sony can actually do that. No. Uh, yeah, I don't think that merger would be allowed. Uh, I think the Japanese uh, government has to uh, the Japanese government has to approve the purchase, and I'm pretty sure a purchase that large is illegal in Japan or something like that. Mm, that'd be interesting. I, I, I mean, look at what happened with t- TikTok. Um, that's not Japanese. Microsoft, that's Chinese. Yeah, but Microsoft put in a bid, and they and even. That's they for the U.S. To turn base. it off, turn it down. That's for the U.S. based portion of TikTok. That's not for TikTok itself. What would have Microsoft gained by getting TikTok, though? Nothing. <laughs> Why was it that they were were they forced to put in a bid? Nobody knows. I don't know. The impression um, I get is companies that have that much money to throw around will buy something so that it isn't there. I mean, look at Facebook with Oculus. So I, you never thought of Facebook. Of why does Facebook need a VR section? Well, along a similar yeah, vein, and your Microsoft that, uh, Microsoft buying TikTok. Apparently, Walmart is uh, joining in on that Microsoft buy, and Walmart's helping buy TikTok. So why does Walmart, thought, why or, does Walmart need TikTok? I thought Walmart. I thought TikTok was being sold to Oracle. Uh. Walmart and Microsoft are potentially, I don't know if it's confirmed, um, but they were looking at a joint deal. Oh no, Walmart and Oracle may pay a combined 12 billion USD for their stake in TikTok Global. So it's Oracle yeah, and Walmart. I knew, or- I knew Oracle was in there somewhere. Uh, as to why Walmart needs TikTok, that's um, really just what beyond or- me. Okay, what is Oracle? And what are they going to gain from their purchase of TikTok? What is twelve billion dollars going to buy them? That doesn't—it doesn't make any sense. Oracle's database software. Oracle, uh, like database connection, like <laughs> and 
Yeah, it's we use them to log our hours. Yeah, Oracle makes no sense at all to buy TikTok. I'm guessing Walmart is using Oracle as their management <laughs> for TikTok. Unless uh, Larry Ellison wants his own personal uh, video <laughs> recording service. Yeah, I don't. And I don't really want to know what he's recording. So, what is Walmart going to get out of TikTok? Are there going to be Walmart ads everywhere? Yeah. I mean, you could go ask Walmart. I don't know. I don't think any of us here know. Yeah, it's it's beyond me at this point. So going back to, I mean, going going back to the whole like, will a streaming platform like take over PC? Like, I don't think that's ever going to happen, though. I think it's not going to happen for no. one reason, and one reason alone. Uh, one reason alone is over sixty percent of the United States has v- no broadband, if any broadband at all. The inner region so, of the united states the internet speeds i mean there are some places that the best you can get is still dsl so here's the thing with that they are banking on revenue in areas that they don't need to worry about people not having internet yeah they're banking on the fact that there's enough people in those regions that do have the internet that they're going to make a profit they don't give a shit about anybody in in out living out in the country with 1.5 megabyte a second internet and really that's that's kind of in my opinion that's half of the story there the biggest problem that these services are going to run into that i don't think anybody really really takes into account is the bandwidth limits the bandwidth caps so i have a bandwidth cap right now that's, and like that's going to be the biggest hamstring that's going to be the biggest hurdle these guys have to get over because with those bandwidth caps in place People are only going to be able to play a game so many hours. They're not going to be able to play a game for three or four hours at a time and not have to pay and not have to pay for, you know, um, that badass internet unless they have like unlimited data plans. So another topic that can be added into this conversation is the conversation of net neutrality and how does that affect the future uh, of all this? I I don't know. That's that's a pretty hot issue. Yeah, Greg, what are your thoughts? I don't know if that's podcast friendly. Okay, I'm I'm sorry. I just I know that that has something to do with bandwidth caps. Yeah, bandwidth caps could have net neutrality and bandwidth caps. I don't know. I'm torn on on net neutrality. Hand in hand. I've heard uh, good arguments on both sides. Yeah, I'm not trying to be political or anything with that. I'm sorry. I even, no, if no, that's it's what... fine. It's all right. We're just going to slide but, um, past that one. But um, yeah, no, Greg, what are, what are your thoughts on uh, streaming versus purchase downloads and consoles? Uh, I mean, I can't speak much about like the the tech of it. Oh. I mean, I you know if if you can if you can get rid of the latency and you know, I have, I mean, I think at a certain point, you know, the uh, graphics of a game, it's not really going to be mm-hmm. an issue. It's, it's, you know, we're going to be at a point where, you know, everything's going to look so real that, I mean, there won't be any real upgrade to hardware that you could make to, to make it look any better. I mean, right. I think, uh, what really interests me is stuff like uh, Neuralink, you know, or uh, 
Yeah, AI I don't like do, I don't want that type stuff. I don't want to be an android. Get the old mouse just, man in your brain. Oh, I, I totally want to. I don't want to be an android, but I I would like. I wouldn't mind being a cyborg. You mean cyberpunk cyber- isn't a documentary? Gonna <laughs> be a cyberman from Doctor Who. Like I could see everything kind of converging into computers. I don't see the console war going on very much longer. Another generation, maybe two. Whatever happened to but Microsoft Hololens? It was what absurd. happened to Google Glass? I mean, Hololens is. They put Hololens all that too. Apparently, is being used in the military. I, I'm yeah. with Aaron about the consoles. I mean, I, with the like the streaming services that w- we've been talking about, I see consoles becoming obsolete and maybe even PCs. So you think the Stadia model well, of of my graphics card is basically somewhere in uh, a data center somewhere? Uh, either they're in the middle of the country, across the country, you know, you think that that could be the way of the future? No. I think it'll be part of the future. Like what you were saying before about if I pay for Hulu, if I pay for YouTube, if I subscribe to all these things, is that how it's going to be? I think that will be part of it. But for a lot of people there, you know, I don't think the concept of the box in your home that you download something to is going to go away either. No. But so I don't think it's going to be PlayStation and Xbox. I think it's just going to be like a PC. Well, that's kind of know? my issue with streaming services now is that we got away from cable, which is cable you buy packages to get things, and you know you had to buy to buy into the multiple channels and everything. Right and now we're at the same point where if do you want to subscribe to Hulu, Shutter, Disney Plus, Amazon Prime, Netflix? How many do you want to subscribe to to get exclusives? Peacock now. Peacock's removing The Office, Parks and Rec, big names from Netflix. And that's not going to be great for Netflix or uh, the uh, the Netflix uh, library. I'll tell you, I'll tell you straight away, as as the, the proud father of a three year old little girl, um, she watches YouTube more than she watches Netflix, more than she watches Disney Plus, and more than she watches um, Hulu. And for the simple fact is, the the content on YouTube is pretty much what she can get on any one of those channels. And all I have to do is deal with an ad every once every 20 minutes that I just go on my phone, I push a button and I skip the ad and she can watch creators, influencers that are playing with toys. And she's learned so much from that rather than putting her down in front of a cartoon on Disney plus. Yeah. I I will counter that and say, um, I, I think there's only, I don't think you're going to saturate the the streaming gaming market as much as you will like the cable market. And in the gaming market, you don't have competitive YouTube watching where your latency matters how, you know, to win YouTube, you know? Yeah, I understand that. That in-house hardware. So I don't, I just don't see the console going. I see the console going the way of the dinosaur and I see it converging into uh, making software for computers you know, Windows, Mac, rather than PS4, Xbox. I don't know. I feel like all it's of us, all of us are going to go away. a little more. I'd say fairly more than just casual Give me shot. game uh, consumers. I, for the most part, I'd, I'd consider most of us more than casual. Um, I think the entire the console is just such a versatile piece of technology for a, a casual market. I mean, it's it's not necessarily 
higher end on the on the on the scale that we're looking for. I mean, you're not going to get your 120 frames per sec. I mean, you might on the new gen. I don't know, but it's never going to go away until exactly. until bandwidth caps go away. But... Streaming services are never going to be to reach the potential that they could. That's no, right. Honestly, simple fact. I honestly think if we ever get rid of data caps, if data caps go away. Which I understand they were the problem. Gone, though. They were non-existent ten years yeah, ago. I understand. Why that. are they hit? Why are they there now? If they go, well, because <laughs> it's it's a way to make money. It's it's a way I know, to make money. It's bullshit. It's is um, what it is. But I I think if we in the ideal world, I I honestly believe the Stadia approach is the casual approach. <laughs> I I believe that if you sold somebody like a Roku stick, but instead of it a Roku stick, it's a Stadia stick. You plug this into your TV, uh, and boom. Uh, all you had to do is pay eight bucks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I believe that the new consoles are are going to eventually get to, at one point in time. But if you want to play the games in a professional esports manner, you're just going to keep upgrading your PC or whatever else to the point right. where, as as Greg was saying, to the point of if it's any more real, it's gonna it's gonna dip into the uncanny valley. Hmm. Gotta get gotta get rid of bandwidth caps first. Yeah, I, but then I, we have to deal with the stranglehold that many uh, ISPs have on pretty much the entire. I mean, we're we're working with monopolies. You've got what Comcast, AT and T, and so so yeah. The so what what I think is probably going to happen, um, and this is going to be like the absolute worst case scenario, the craziest thing that could possibly happen is each streaming service sets up their own say proprietary network backend they they develop their own network protocol for these streaming services that they can sell to people on the back end of another ISP kind of like level 5 or level, whatever it is does with uh, with the ISPs i think they they are going to develop it's going to be it's kind of like how elon musk is doing starlink but they're going to be like what is starlink my, it's satellite internet but like super low latency satellite and fast speeds. But anyway, it's 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 going to get to a point where they can't sell their product anymore because people can't actually use their product. So what they're going to have to do is make their own product. That's what they've always done. That's what everyone every company has always done. Microsoft is going to be the biggest one followed by Amazon because they so- they're just they're just Microsoft. They have the most some of the like biggest pockets in the world. I mean, obviously Amazon does too, but so what if, if internet speeds and software. data caps and everything is the big thing holding these companies back, why doesn't Amazon just buy Comcast? Why doesn't Amazon buy Cox? Why doesn't Amazon just, I mean, uh, if that's what's holding it back would be monopolies. Why did, why did it take so long for T-Mobile to buy Sprint? Why did it take so long for AT&T to absorb the other one? Singular. Whatever other, yeah, singular. Yeah, antitrust issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, tr- you don't want Amazon, I I personally, I don't want Amazon to buy more than it already has. The more, no. the more no, Amazon no. takes over and the more Disney takes over, the worse it gets. Because if Disney buys all of your visual media markets, you're only seeing Disney mm-hmm. approved materials. That's not good. Yeah. It's and it's going to get to a point where Amazon has such a large, it, like infrastructure base with AWS, they can tack on network services services to that. I was I was like, I, I wasn't 
I wasn't trying to talk about the legality of it. I was talking about like we just we just broached the topic of why is Walmart buying TikTok? It doesn't make sense. Uh, Walmart why is buying TikTok buy... for advertising. Yep. Is that why? That's what they claim. Yep. It's advertising. Okay, so why doesn't I mean in the grand scheme of things, that's what they say. It still doesn't make sense to me. Integrated e-commerce um, and advertising capabilities in other markets. Amazon could Walmart. bolster Walmart's access to its consumers, according to CNN. Okay, that still does not make sense to me. Uh, it, it's money. It makes sense to me. Okay, it makes, okay, it I, makes more sense to me than Oracle. Yeah. Okay, let's use Oracle as an example then. Uh, the point is, Oracle's buying a company that's going to give them, I don't know, it's it's not within their branch of services. It's going to add to their branch of services. Why would it, a big company like Microsoft, why not just say, hey, Comcast, you're going to help me build my xCloud structure system better. I'm going to give you the capital that you need to redesign the internet in the rural areas and everything like that. Screw it. Here you go. I'm buying you. Because they don't care about the rural areas. But if you if you bring the rural areas online, doesn't that triple and quadruple profits? Uh, it depends no on what your cost is to bring returns diminish quickly. Yeah. yeah, you're not reaching as many people by spreading out further. You you, you don't profit, get the return of investment. If they can make a profit selling a service to the east, west, and midwest, only in those regions that do have that infrastructure infrastructure in place, they're going to do it. See, and use me, the basis of their profit on what they're selling in those regions. They're not going to worry about, you know, see, John see, Doe out. World, Yeah, see, living in a rural, rural area like that makes me feel like I'm being left behind. Greg, what were you, they don't, what were you saying? Me? Yeah, what were you saying? I was just talking about the the expense of laying cable out into the middle yep. of nowhere for yep. just like a neighborhood that has maybe two or three houses, you know. Okay, yeah, I didn't I didn't think of that. Incredible expense and it's you talk about profits. I mean, that's eating into their profits. They're not going to be making any money off that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I mean, then it yeah. it's you're also assuming that everyone wants, you know, 200 meg download. There's mm-hmm. there's people, I mean, there's you go to the rural areas where there's the average age is 40 and people aren't really interested in anything right. more than what they need to access Facebook or their and email. That's, I think that's the problem that uh, Musk is trying to solve with uh, Starlink. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of concerned about the satellite clutter around the planet though. That's gotta be something. Yeah, maybe nothing about that. Oh, the trash <laughs> layer that we're they building actually, around when our they... planet. Holy crap. It's significant. When they uh, first launched those satellites, what they launched like sixty of them on that first launch. Uh, sixty to seventy-five. The numbers in there somewhere. The, uh, the astronomers were complaining about it because they, they could see it, but I think once they get into their thousands, uh, was it three their, thousand? their main orbit? Well, since then, I think they've got like in the thousands up there now. Uh, I believe they're that first launch. I think their target's thirty-five hundred around there somewhere. Holy crap! I was wrong. Uh, Starlink says that it's estimating about 12,000 small satellites. Ooh. But if you think about it, I mean, how many, what are those, like 100 miles up or something? I mean, think about the surface area of the Earth and then expand that out 100 miles. I mean, that's, that's well, a lot of space, the, you know. Yeah, but the only area that we can use for satellites or geosynchronous orbit is a very small part of that diameter of the Earth. 
there's a very relatively small like ring area around the earth that mm. they can actually use. As far as I know, anyway. I don't know anything about that. I'm not going to claim to know more than that. <laughs> so, All right. Well, we're pulling up on in the, a few uh, hours. Maybe he can. Maybe he can. Uh, we've been we're, we've been talking we're for up on an hour here. So why don't we uh, start a sign off? Um. Anybody have any closing remarks they want to add on? This has been the Chill Gamers podcast with streaming, apparently, and the rise and fall of console, <laughs> as it seems. Ban with caps. Ban with Get caps. rid of them. Burn them down. I pay an arm and a leg and part of a kidney just so I can have unlimited data. Yep. I suffer low, low internet connection because I don't want to pay that money. <laughs> yeah. So um, we look forward to uh, hearing any feedback uh, as this is our first episode. Um, we are open to any type of conversation ideas. Uh, we could yep. we get any fan feedback. Uh, we can uh, list a poll that you guys are more than welcome to uh, check out in our Discord. I've enjoyed this, guys. We are going to be uploading to many streaming services. We're going to try to get to Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, you name it. So if you guys find us on any of those, uh, give us a rating, give us some feedback, let us know what you think. Um, so clean up as we get more... Yeah, test runs are never pretty, so this is what we're going with. Uh, this has been the Chill Gamers Podcast. Uh, hope you all have a good day. Good night, everybody. Peace. See ya. Woo! I'm up. Am I famous now?